child sacrifice unto the trans gods next on one nation hello america welcome to one nation i'm dr jake jacobs by the way happy june dairy month i mean i i love cows i love cheese i love butter i love a good steak now and then and it's i'm prideful to say that in a good sense of the word that wisconsin is america's dairy land and here in wisconsin there's no debate about what a cow is right it's very moving the moo cow is very moving and here's my point you know the cow the major cow in wisconsin is a holstein and it's black and white and this issue about what a man and a woman is, is black and white. It has been for thousands and thousands of years from science, biology, and the scriptures. However, in the United States of America, there's actually a debate on what is a woman. Daily Wire's Matt Walsh's documentary, What is a Woman?, made national news when on Twitter it was considered to be uh, hateful conduct. They tried to censor it, and then Elon Musk came along and he said, you know what, I think every parent should watch the documentary, What is a Woman?, and they did in droves, not tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands, but to the tune of well over 170 million views. If we equate that, uh, HBO's Game of Thrones got about 20 million views. Joe Biden's recent State of the Union got about 27 million views. It's record shattering and it's important. That documentary is exposing the madness, the sadness, the badness of the wokocrats, this bizarre LGBT, alphabet people, anything goesism. And I, I want to show you just a short little cut from What is a Woman, where Scott Nugent, who was Kelly King, talks about this horrible world of lives being destroyed. Here goes. For the first time in history, a marginalized group has a huge dollar sign on the top of their head. We have five children's hospitals in the United States promoting that. That's a phallioplasty. That's a bottom surgery. We have five children's hospitals in the United States telling girls that they can be boys at $70,000 a pop in a surgery that has a 67% complication rate. That will kill me from infection that I can't sue on. We're butchering a generation of children because nobody's willing to talk about anything. I have three kids at the age that they're doing this to kids. I'm not transphobic. I love my kids and I love other people's kids and you should too. This is wrong on so many levels. On so many levels. It's deplorable. It's despicable. I mean, really think of it. This trans movement, I, I call it the T-Rex movement. 
Now, think of the alphabet people. Think of the LGBTQIA+, XYZ, BBC says there's over 100 different genders in the world today. I call this trans movement the T-Rex movement. T-Rex, isn't that a dinosaur? Yeah, the T stands for Tyrannosaurus, right? The tyrannical Rex, the tyrannical king. This T movement within the alphabet people movement is a Tyrannosaurus Rex monster. It's a monstrous movement within the LGBT people, alphabet people, anything goes movement. It is cultic to the point where our children are being sacrificed on the altar to the gods of trans paganism. But I'll be back for the rest of that story. Welcome back to One Nation. I was just talking about the sacrificing of our children unto the gods of transpaganism. Now, I, I, I'm going to, for the sake of time, I'm going to show you just a short little clip of child sacrifice throughout the ages. Here goes. Child sacrifice. Barbaric. Evil. Ancient. Modern. There's nothing new under the sun. Throughout history, children have been sacrificed to a variety of deities in attempts to gain favor or blessings. Aztecs cut their children's hearts out to appease the gods of rain and war. Incas sacrificed their children to the sun god so their crops would flourish. Canaanites sacrificed their infants to Moloch for prosperity. Drums were played loudly to drown out the baby's screams. I mean, that's absolutely horrible. We, we know the, we understand the horrible things that pagan cultures did in antiquity. The Babylonians, the Assyrians, the Egyptians, the Phoenicians, the Incas, the Aztecs, the Mexica. Even in, sadly, in Israel during Solomon's time, when Solomon was influenced by foreign women and he sacrificed unto the gods that was not the, the one true God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of Israel, Yahweh, Jehovah, the Lord God, creator of the universe. Now, this is not just an ancient manifestation. We have in Africa today and other parts of the world, but specifically in Uganda, they've been dealing with child sacrifice. Listen to a little part about child sacrifice in Uganda through the BBC. The men Alan claims kidnapped him for sacrifice live in this village. They were arrested and released without charge. But members of this community have told us that they continue to take children and sacrifice them. Posing as businessmen, we asked around for a witch doctor who could bring success to our local construction project. We were introduced to this man, Awali. During the first meeting, Awali sacrificed a goat to bring luck to the business. A few days later, we were invited back to his shrine to discuss what he regards as the most powerful spell, child sacrifice. There are two ways of doing this. We can bury the child alive on your construction site, or we cut the child and put their blood in a bottle of spiritual medicine. If it's a male, the whole head is cut off, and his genitals. We will dig a hole at your construction site and bury the feet and the hands, and put them all together in the hole. 
Obviously, this is satanic. It's evil. It's deplorable. Mutilation of, of young children to the gods of, of African deities. Now, maybe today's tran-paganists aren't literally tearing out our children's hearts, but they are determined to take their hearts into their bizarre world of Frankensteinian remaking of men and women into their image. Trans-sapien, trans-man, whatever you want to call it, where they actually teach that in the midst of creating a postmodern rejection of the Judeo-Christian worldview, postmodern social construct for the manipulation of language, where you can create social engineering as it explodes with, uh, through social media, creating a social contagion that is poisoning our young people into buying the lies of this transgenderism. It's absolutely horrible. It's spreading throughout America through Hollywood, Disney, retail stores, schools, the White House. Just today, just as I was driving to the studio today, it was reported that the White House had the biggest pride celebration in American history. And they pridefully say, we are for this bizarre world of anything goesism. It's permeated the military and our state governments. I mean, to the point where the, the hardcore left-wing governor who used to be the head of the Department of Public Instruction, that in itself speaks, speaks volumes, but Governor Evers said he was jazzed as hell to fly the rainbow, rainbow pride flag over our state capital in Madison, Wisconsin. And it flies all over. It flies in the U.S. Embassy in the, the Vatican. It flies in military installations around the world. It flies in U.S. embassies around the world. It flies in every branch of the United States of America. Now, by the way, when, when, when Evers said jazzed as hell, speaking of hell, in Tempe, Arizona, I lived there for five years when I went to Arizona State. Look what the Daily Wire says. All ages Arizona Pride Party features anal sex songs, and it tells people to vote Democrat. And by the way, that's interesting, because people say, why do you call these woke folk wokocrats? It's kind of like, why do you call, you know, the mob the mobocrats? Because not always, but almost always in the last 10, 20 years of American history, it has been the Democratic Party, the Democratic power players that have been the movers and shakers in this bizarre world of wokeism, thus Wokocrats. Combine wokeism with Democrat, and you've got wokocrats. Now, I, I think this is important for us to recognize because in this bizarre world of anything goesism is a sexual perversion on nuclear steroids. I mean, we got a guy, uh, he's on Twitter, and he calls himself, he's the LGBTQ rapper Relax Man, and he was featured at this Tempe Pride Party which, by the way, was condoned by the Tempe City Council. And here he is uh, with a young kid. And at this party in downtown Tempe, in fact, I was just, down, just in downtown Tempe a couple months ago, a snowbird out in, in Arizona. Kids were there. There were dozens and dozens of kids, parents bringing their kids to this and, inoc and, and in, in, indoctrinating them and brainwashing them into believing that this this perversity of sexuality is normative and remember what Lenin said you give me the child for four years and that child will be mine forever 
And this is exactly what's happening, this sexual, communistic, Marxist perversion that has permeated all throughout the United States of America. You know, that, that rapper, by the way, Relax Man, who raps about gay and anal sex to infants? I mean, seriously, there are infants there. He's singing this stuff. He says that members of the LGBTQ community are divine beings. You see, they think they're on a divine mission to spread their pernicious perversion across the United States of America and the world. I want to show you just a, a cut from uh, um, uh, to the trailer, What is a Woman?, which deals with castration and the hormones, the puberty blockers that are being used. Double sa- uh, mastectomies, castration, genital mutilation that's being advanced in this bizarre world of anything goesism. Let's, let's take a listen. I'm a biological woman that medically transitioned to appear like a male. I will never be a man. And so they go on the internet and they're told that all their problems will be solved if they become a man. So you worry that there there could be a sort of social contagion element of this? A teeny tiny bit, maybe. It got me at 42. Your child doesn't have a chance. You're affirming it with hormones that have never been used in this way. Puberty blockers, which are completely reversible. Completely reversible. One of the drugs used is Lupron, right? Which Mm -hmm. has actually been used to chemically castrate sex offenders. You know what? I'm not sure that we should continue with this interview. You don't want to talk about the drugs that you give to kids or... How can they be removing the healthy breasts of 15-year-old girls? There are masculine girls. There are feminine boys. What are we going to do about that? Carve them up? How can this whole thing be happening, Matt? How can this whole thing be happening, America? Carving them up, cutting them up, making them lifelong dependent upon big farm drugs? Hormones, sexual hormones, puberty blockers? I mean, you just do a little research on the Tavernstock Clinic in England. They had one child's hospital that is notorious for its abuse of children. Misdiagnosis going on by these doctors who think they know so much that isn't so. And here we have five children's hospitals in America pushing this stuff. I forget the name of the guy out there in Minnesota. I talked about him in my last show where he was the first... A representative voted in Minnesota state legislator as the, the first transgender. And he, uh, Lee, oh yeah, Lee, he, he, she, Lee Finky. Thank you very much. Yeah, Lee Finky. He wins the Children's Hospital Hero Award because there he is defending these kitties so they can have genital mutilation or take their hormone blockers and puberty, puberty blockers and things related. This is, this is perversity, this is disgusting, and it's become normative in American society. So how can this whole thing be happening? It, it started many years ago in the 60s counterculture, which had a problem with the Judeo-Christian worldview, a worldview that, that said from the book of Genesis that, there, that man, that, excuse me, that God Almighty made men and women in his image, the Imago Dei. That marriage itself between a man and a woman is sacred and holy. And of course, these radical leftists, these cultural Marxists, 
They didn't like that. So people like Wilhelm Reich, who said that anybody who disagreed with these hardcore leftists were fascists. That's been all, almost 100 years now that they call their opponents the, the pro-Christian, Judeo-Christian traditionalists as fascists. But Wilhelm Reich, who coined the term sexual revolution, who was actually a sexual pervert himself, people like Elf, Alfred Kinsey, who, who did experiments with little kids in prison population that distorted the data to, in essence, say, in essence, sexuality can be about anything goes, to John Money from Johns Hopkins University, who, in essence, took two twins and did uh, sexual realignment with them. Taking, it's a long story, but John Money, what he did, and he started to popularize the term gender identity and said, well, there's a difference between sexual identity and gender identity. To the postmodern thinkers who came along and said, in essence, look, there's no such thing as absolute truth. The idea that in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth, that's, that's a Hebrew myth. It has nothing to do with reality. There is no God that created the beginning, that created the birds, the bees, the flowers and the trees, you and me. That's just a Hebrew construct myth that goes back in time. And in essence, that man in this postmodern world can create truth for himself or herself or their self or Z-self, whatever they call themselves nowadays. So it doesn't become truth anchored in reality, truth anchored uh, in the reality of the creator of the world. It becomes a non-reality, a distortion of reality, a distortion, perversion of truth. I think it's interesting that the logo for American universities, the very first university, Harvard, was veritas. It means truth. Truth is dying in the land. You know, Time Magazine had a cover of Time Magazine back in what was 1966, and it said, Is God dead? And then 20 years later, the cover of Time Magazine said, Is truth dead? And that's the issue at hand in the United States of America and in the world when it comes to this perversity of wokeism, of anything goesism, the ethics and mores that were taught to us by the Lord Jesus Christ. When he caught the woman in adultery, he forgave her. He graciously loved her and forgave her. But then what did he say to her? Woman, go and sin no more. The, the scriptures, the texts that tell us that you and I have been wonderfully made in the image of God. Men and women, he created them. But this nefarious group of individuals who rejected Judaism, who rejected Christianity, who rejected the great traditions of, of the Judeo-Christian worldview, in essence said, anything goes, anything you want to be, anything that you can create yourself to be, then you can be it. It may defy biology, it may defy science, it may defy the Judeo-Christian scriptures, but so what? What matters is what you create. It becomes a new absolutist relativism. Then you may say, that's a, that's a contradiction in term, absolutist relativism, because in essence they say there's no such thing as truth. But in essence, their declaration that there's no such thing as truth is the new absolute truth that there is no truth. That in itself implodes upon itself. Just basic common sense logic can show you how absolutely insane these thinkers are.
And those thinkers were the teachers of the teachers of the teachers of today. These are the libs of TikTok that talk nonsense and stupidity about anal sex and anything goes. And if anybody like Jake Jacobs and Duke Pesta and Dave Fiorazzo and many others uh, uh, dare challenge that thinking, then what are we called? Phobic this and phobic that. Fascist this and Nazi that. Their projection of their lies and perversion of reality is taking the souls of our children. We have been silent too long. We have been indifferent too long. Yes, I know, you and I have been working. We've been getting out of bed and working and paying our taxes and worshiping God and providing for our families. And while we were doing that, these nefarious forces were taking over the universities, our high schools, our middle schools, our elementary schools, the Democratic Party, and sadly some Republicans in that mix. And they've taken over the institutions of Disney and Hollywood. And they've pressured corporations in buying all this uh, diversity, equity, uh, inclusiveness to the point now where Kimberly Clark and Ford and Barnes and Noble and Target and, and Walmart and all the rest of them have joined in these stormtroopers of anything goesism, spreading their perversion. The only thing, you know, what was it, the philosopher uh, Edmund Burke, he was a great British philosopher, member of parliament back in the 1700s. Listen to what he said. The only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. I say the only thing necessary for the triumph of, of this tra uh, transpaganism is for good men and good women to do nothing. This trans cult is growing more militant by the minute across this land and across the world. They have attacked many people who speak out, the Riley Gaines, the Kelly Jane Keens, the Matt Walches of the world. But I, for one, will not live by the lie of the alphabet people, anything goes cult. They want our children. They can design all the fancy swimsuits they want. They can sell their paraphernalia in Target, Walmart, Kohl's, Barnes & Noble, Ford, and on and on, but I won't buy their lie. They can demand and dictate all they want that I must call a he, a she, or a she, a he, or a they, a them, or a zer, or z. And all the discombobulated nomenclature idiocy, I won't say it, and I won't do it. They can promote feminized hormone therapy, puberty blockers, give fancy names to genital mutilation, castration, double mastectomies, as they work in collusion with big farm and children's hospitals to re recreate boys and girls, men and women, in their trans-pagan image. I won't ignore it. We must speak out. I close with the words of the communist fighter Alexander Solzhenitsyn. The simple step... The simple step of a courageous individual is not to take part in the lie. One word of truth outweighs the world. Be bold. Speak out. Take action. And God speed to you in the battles in our land ahead.